This is James Montgomery, and this is Primarily Pro Football Talk. Thanks for joining us today, wherever you're at, however you may be doing that. Thank you for joining us. All right, so I got uh, Sean McConnell here. He joined us earlier in the year uh, talking potential teams that could challenge the Chiefs in the playoffs. So we just kind of wanted to revisit where that where that's at, uh, considering all the teams that have been set. Um, for me, I'm excited to watch Washington and Tampa Bay just because I, I'm curious, like I, I want to put a theory to test because Tom Brady has been, you know, in, in, in the past, he's, he's usually has a hard time when people are able to get pressure with four, you know, dating all the way back to that Super Bowl in 08 against the Giants when they were undefeated. So I'm curious if that's going to play out the same. Um, what are your what, what are your thoughts on that game in particular, Sean? Yeah, Washington's definitely going to be able to mix it up defensively against Tom Brady, but I mean, you got to think too. Bruce is no uh, stranger to to finding ways to keep quarterbacks upright. Right? I mean, he, he had to do it with Carson to keep him safe. He had to do it with Ben Roethlisberger. He, he's used to this type of thing, and he's going to probably dial up some some uh, cross blocking, maybe some tight end packages, which he's, he's definitely known for. Um, I still think Tampa's going to take this game away. It's going to be a low scoring game, I think, but I think Tampa will squeeze away with it and they'll, they'll take a, a nice deep breath because getting out of that Washington game is going to be a little tough with that defense. Yeah, no, I, I mean, to me, Washington's one of those teams, uh, they're giving up fifth, they're fifth in the league in points against, like uh, mm. they're only giving up, Actually, they might be fourth because the only teams above them are Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and the Rams. And so they're they're definitely not giving up points. Um, and so I, I – and it's also the night game, which is, you know, uh, Tom Brady in primetime this year has been pretty, pretty bad. His, uh, his Tempur-Pedic mattress has the siren's call, and I think he's uh, – He's uh, not, ex- you know, he kind of is gets uncomfortable, but uh, I, I, it's so hard to pick against them because they are obviously just way better than Washington, and I think Washington's offense is probably going to be the reason why they lose. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, they, they've just been game managing at best, right? I mean, and, and with Alex Smith in and out, doing what he can. Um, and they're, they're kind of like they found their identity offensively like well like seven times this year it's been tough yeah so uh, yeah i think that the buccaneers defense will be happy to play washington and maybe get rid of some of their faults in this game yeah yeah no i i think um i think it is a good warm-up game like maybe that'll kind of propel them into playing somebody so if so let's go on to the next game so the sixth seed is the rams in that in the playoffs and the three seeds the seahawks and that's a third, the third matchup between the teams because they split on the season. Both very like competitive, low-scoring, defensive battles. So, what do you expect to see from that game? Yeah, I mean, I think the the big question mark here is is what will the Rams defense be able to do against Seattle's offense? If they are able to rattle Russell Wilson like we've seen happen from time to time this season, then it's going to be a game. But if they can't do that, even though I think Seattle's kind of on fumes right now, 
the Rams with potentially no um, Jared Goff is going to be an even bigger problem for them to overcome. It's one thing to have Walford and beat the Cardinals, who love losing to you know backups and, and never been played before quarterbacks. It's another thing to do it in Seattle. So I think the, the Seahawks are going to – I would say Cruz, they're not going to run away with this game, but I, I don't see the Rams contending with Goff in that injury if he plays or doesn't play. Yeah, even with Goff, you feel like the Rams are definitely probably going to lose this game. Is oh yeah, for sure because yeah. that that hand, I mean, only being worked on for what twelve days. That's people smell blood in the water when they hear those things on the defensive line. Like they're just going to keep hitting him in the hand, high yeah. fives, handshakes, whatever it takes. They're gonna they're gonna go after the hand. Yeah, no, that's an interesting point, and and I, I mean the the Seahawks to me are obviously a, a more complete team. Like the Rams on offense are are suspect at best, you know, um, and it, it's just kind of offensively they have weapons, but it seems like the quarterback situation just holds them back so much, like more more so than like a team like the Colts where their quarterback is probably their weak spot, but it it doesn't seem like he's necessarily the reason why they lose all the time. When with Goff, it's like almost clear that that's the reason why they lose. You know, um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Goff, yeah. Goff really shook a lot of criticism this year with being able to avoid um, poor poor performances against blitzes this year, which was usually his big weak spot. Uh huh. Teams blitz the crap out of him, and he just found ways to get more efficient, which was it's a good sign for Rams fans. But that team was also decimated by injury. Offensive line got hurt. Uh, you know, they got guys on COVID. It's just like everybody else. But this year has just been tough on a lot of teams injury-wise. Um, just ask the, the Niners and the Rams specifically. They, they've been pretty banged up. Yeah, yeah. So I I think that game, you, you think it'll be a runaway? I, th- I think it might be close again. But I do, yeah, I think the Seahawks do squeak it out. Um, yeah. And then the seven, the seven seed is the Bears and the Saints. And I think that, I, I mean – I don't think that game's going to be that competitive, but I, I mean, earlier in the year they played an overtime game that was a three-point game. So, what, what are your mm-hmm. expectations there? Yeah, to me, when I was when I was hoping that the Cardinals had a shot, that was actually the matchup that I liked the most: Cardinals at Saints because Breeze isn't one hundred percent. Michael Thomas is just coming back off IR. You could say maybe there's a chance you can shake it up and keep things low. Uh, the Bears are probably hoping for a little bit of the same, right? Because that defense is what it is. They're very good. Um, but there's still a lot of offensive questions. A lot of, I mean, they, the Bears, let's be honest, they lucked out at eight and eight getting in with how far they slid and how quick. I mean, they fell off a cliff and somehow found a lifeline. Um, I, I think the Saints will pull away with this game just because that Bears offense, it, there's no confidence for me in that, that team. I mean, yeah, they, they're trending up right now, but. I'm not saying that they're hot at the right time, not by any means. Yeah. I mean, they did. They beat the Bengals and the uh, Texans. No, no, that's not right. They didn't play the Bengals. They beat the Texans and the Jaguars were two of their – they're on a three-game winning streak, and they beat the Texans and the Jaguars, which have a total of five wins. So yeah, – I mean, and the Vikings, too, which you could say were suspect of a team as well. Yeah, so, you know, it's like their win streak was a little bit of, I don't know, some people call it fool's gold. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of I kind of trend towards I think that could be a blowout, <laughs> you know, Saints, yeah. towards the Saints. Um, 
But yeah, so that would set up uh, a two versus the three seed, which is the Seahawks, right? So uh, what do you expect there? Do, do, you, do you think the Seahawks can win that game or do you think the Seahawks uh, lose to the Saints and the Saints end up playing the winner of the Packers and Bucks? Yeah, I mean, to be – the Packers-Bucks game is going to be the more interesting one for me. That's the most competitive one, which is unfortunate yeah. because that's the way it stacks up. But yeah. I think that the Saints will end up taking down the Seahawks. Uh, at that point, they'll, they'll all be healed up and, and back together. So I think that does Sean Payton wonders to be able to go back to his original playbook. Um, and I don't think that Seattle's defense is going to be doing anything to stop that. It might become a track meet. I mean, to be honest, it might be a, a very high-scoring game, entertaining game, but ultimately Drew Brees and Sean Payton late, I can't really bet against those guys. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think it it's like Drew Brees. We we know that this is like like his last season, so I think you're going to see a really uh, inspired effort by him. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so so it's it's setting up, you, you know, like like and then the Bucks and the the Packers. Do you see that game going differently? The second time around, because it was a complete blowout, Bucks way last time. So, do you see that game going a different way, or do you see that game being kind of similar? Maybe. I mean, out of the box, I think it's going to be competitive through three, but depending on how Green Bay handles that first round by, because sometimes that's a curse for teams. But to me, the way that the Green Bay offense was rolling at the end of the season, the way that it just looked flawlessly easy for them. Yeah. I just see more of the same. Yeah. How do you stop a guy that can just throw off of his like left pinky toe a 50 yard dart? Like, how do you, how do you stop that? You don't. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is going to win MVP and maybe even Super Bowl MVP if he keeps playing like this. Yeah. They definitely, uh, playing in the cold, the Packers look like a Super Bowl team, you know, being at home. And, um, I just, it, it kind of made me nervous when the Titans went in there and they just blew out the Titans in the cold because the Titans are a warm weather team. So I get a little skeptical about warm weather teams going up to Lambeau and playing well. Do you uh, do, do you see that playing out at all? Could you see the Tampa Bay Bucks being kind of uh, caught off guard from the cold? Yeah, I mean, you go beach weather to the, the cold tundras <laughs> of Green Bay. It's a bit of a shock factor for sure. I mean, Tom Brady's not going to feel one way or the other about it because, you know, he played so long in New England, and it's definitely not warm there during this time of year. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. It, it depends on the, the personnel, right, because you've got some guys that have played West or, or played Coastal, like, their whole lives, and then you've got some guys that are just doing it for this year, and it's kind of a nice change of pace, but once you get back into it, you just you know how to play. There's there's crazy guys that play sleeveless in Green Bay. In Green Bay. It, it's nuts. So. Yeah. I think it will be a little bit of a factor. I mean, when you're playing home for so long in warm weather for at least a year, maybe you're just getting used to it. And it, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm speaking from Arizona, so I really don't have a lot of like cold weather experience. Yeah. But I feel like if yeah. you've played in it before, you should be able to, oh, yeah, that's what this feels like. Yeah. Yeah, I just um... – I think I think if it gets bad early, it could turn into a blowout towards the you know the Packers winning. Uh, but if it if it stays competitive, I think the game will stay competitive. You know, I think it I think it definitely definitely set up to be one of the better playoff games. You know, hopefully. Um, but yeah, so so it's looking like 
you, so, so ju- just to be clear, you think the Packers win that game and the Bucks lose, or do you think the Bucks pull away? Yeah, no, I think the Packers are going to win that game. Yeah, they look too good. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's in, that's a should be a fun one. And then the Packers will play the Saints. Um, how do you think that game goes? Packers Saints. Uh, that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. It's going to be, a, I would say, a very high scoring game, very exciting game. Um, but right yeah. now, like unless I see differently from the Saints in the playoffs, that they're they're one hundred percent right. You know, they're, they're going in the right direction again. Mm-hmm. I got to still go with the Packers in this one. Okay. Okay. So you like the Packers representing the NFC this year around. Yeah, that's yeah. – uh, Yeah, that's – that's uh, say that's a pretty safe bet. I, I think the Saints, just because of where Drew Brees is at, I think they could win, and I, I would probably pick the Saints in the NFC. But um, – and it's more – I think their team, like defensively, just kind of has a little bit more, you know, they're a little more complete. Um, their defense has been playing better. I also think, yeah, the Seattle's defense has been playing better, but because they get match up against the Saints, I do agree. I think the Saints do beat them. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, going over to the AFC, we got uh, the 4-5 seed matchup is uh, Baltimore and Tennessee. And I, I'm usually a Tennessee guy in this situation. <laughs> But Baltimore, man, like, what are your thoughts on them right now? And where, uh, how, how do you stand with Lamar Jackson? Like, like, are you a believer? Or are you kind of like, uh, yeah, I don't really care for him. I think Lamar Jackson is unfortunately going to get so burnt out so quickly. Yeah, and you're, you're seeing the early signs of it this year with how their season went. Yeah, just having to rely on just him, basically making all of the plays. Like he did everything but catch, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they, they had a strong finish, five game wins, but against teams that you would think, okay, my, with the exception of the Browns, those other four teams are going, yeah, you should have won. You should have won blindfolded. Yeah. So to me, Baltimore's kind of in that pretender spot right now. Um, if they can find a way to play some good defense and keep pounding the ball, there's a shot, but you're going up against a team that right now has the blueprint for, for playoff mode. So I'm, I'm going to go Tennessee in this game. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I actually do like Baltimore. But man, I, I mean Vrabel, second favorite coach behind McDermott in the league. I like Vrabel. I just think their defense is so suspect. Like, uh, I think if Baltimore can uh milk the you know, run longer drives and keep uh Tennessee on the sideline, because uh, people don't really think of Tennessee as a high powered offense in terms of explosive plays, but they're I think number two three in the league in scoring. I could, I, I could be off on that, but they're, they're definitely top five in the league in, in points four. And uh, when I, when you think of them, you're not thinking like Baltimore, you're not thinking like, I mean, you're not thinking uh, green Bay. You're not thinking um, who's another high powered offense. Oh, uh, Kansas city. KC. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't think of them like that, but they are, they are like that, you know, and, and I know they run it, but Henry runs like he'll he'll break off a fifty yard run like once a game, so yeah, and shove seven dudes into the stands. Yeah, so uh, the the blueprint to beat that is to run long long uh, drives that kind of uh, keep your quarterback and your offense on the sideline, and I think that's what Baltimore can do with and and I'm and I'm not saying that because 
Baltimore's offense is everything that I I think they are good, but I I think it has has to do more with Tennessee's defense. You know, I think Tennessee's defense isn't going to be able to to limit how much they can do. You know, they're going to pretty much be able to do whatever they want. And um, at, at least from what I've seen, I mean, they played the Texans this last week, and I know the Texans got Deshaun Watson, but I mean, the Texans just did whatever they wanted. You know, so I'm a little. Yeah. I'm a little skeptical on their defense. I, I think their offense is legit, but I just I have a hard time looking at the defense. But anyway, going to the 6-3 matchup, which is Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Now, Cleveland just played Pittsburgh, which I hate this. I hate it when they do these these rematches. I, I mean, I know it works out that way. There's nothing you can do. But I just hate watching two teams play each other two, two, two weeks in a row. And I know Pittsburgh, is, it's a different team. And uh, this week, Cleveland has a bunch of COVID cases. So what are your what are your predictions here, considering Pittsburgh does have people coming back, and also um, with the Cleveland COVID cases, with the co- the head coach is not going to be able to coach the game. So, um, what are well, you? Well, as far as coach not coaching the game, I'm, I'm curious to see. I mean, they're still going to be texting back and forth about the game plan. Okay, in this yeah. scenario, you're going to run this, and the, the coordinators will all be pretty privy to that information and already have a good idea of what to run or, or what they like anyway. But I. I've been picking the Browns all year, and dang it, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to go down. <laughs> I think the Steelers, they just, to me, have always felt kind of like they benefited from a really weak schedule. Yeah, they beat a couple teams that were like, okay, you are okay. You're, you're decent. But to me, when you have a team that finally makes the playoffs in forever, what that can do for a city, I mean, these guys are going to be eating free lunch for like a month. <laughs> and you pick a place, right? Just because yeah. they played for the Browns and they finally got to the playoffs. So I'm thinking that the Browns are going to win this game. I like that how Baker is able to all of a sudden change these games. I mean, he's, he's a lot better performing than he was last year. He's 26 TDs over eight interceptions. Uh, Roethlisberger's got 10 interceptions. He's been known to, to throw a couple away. And if you can keep him from doing that, if maybe don't pressure him because obviously he does great under pressure. He always finds a way to stay upright. But mix up some blitzes, mix up some coverages, try to get in his head a little bit. I know he's a smart quarterback, but the Steelers out of their last five, man, you, you lost to Washington, Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Cleveland. So to me, man, I, I like the Browns. I just do. Yeah. That, you know, on paper, you look at this game and you're like, okay, Mike Tomlin, experienced, Ben Roethlisberger, experienced. It's hard not to take the Steelers, but to me, the, the trend is – the Browns are just better. The Browns are better. Yeah. Like, let's just let's just be honest. The Browns are better, and the Browns have a much better chance to win this game than I think a lot of people give them. You know, um, yeah. It's hard. It's hard for me to sit here and say Pittsburgh's going to win because I haven't. They they can't run the ball. Like they're one dimensional. I don't really trust them. You know, I don't like. Uh. So it's hard for me to disagree with you at all. Uh, I I I, yeah. I do pick the Browns only because I do think they are a better team. So I think uh, I do I do think the Browns win that game as well. And then the and set this means that yeah. technically the Jets should be in the second round of the playoffs. Then if the Jets beat the Browns, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty that, <laughs> that's an interesting. Interesting take for sure. Uh, okay, then then you got the yeah, Colts. It's, it's definitely science based. 
Yeah, so science-based, you're right. I mean, they beat the Rams and the Browns. <laughs> they beat two two teams with winning records. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then you got the Colts and the Bills. Now, I'm not picking this game. I told you why. But you can pick this game. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pick this game. I'm picking yeah. the Bills. Okay. I'm picking the Bills right out the gate. Yeah. I don't even have to think about this one. I'm sorry, but Philip Rivers, man, he's just going to find a way late to throw away a game. It's just yeah. what he does. Yeah. And the Bills, they are – I mean, we were just talking about how cities can really help get behind a team. The Bills, that city is behind them, and it's it's crazy. There's a, there's a Bills mafia fever going on right now. And, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be exciting to see. I think I think that uh, that Bills offense is just really good. They're efficient. They yeah. just find ways to make good plays, big plays. So I got to go Bills here. Yeah, and, and my question, I guess, for you would be, you know, similar to Green Bay, they're in – they could have weather up in New York over there, and they usually do this time of year. Now, I don't think they are this weekend. I was looking at the at the thing. But, like, moving forward, if they had, like, a bad weather game at home, do you think that would affect their offense because it is so high-powered? Um, and, and I ask that because they can't – they're not a run – if you go look at their running numbers, they're not very good. You know, Buffalo. Yeah, they Allen really running it. Yeah, so so uh, could you see like you know I, I know they're a cold weather team, and Green Bay, you know Aaron Rodgers, but he's been playing in Green Bay for ten years, so it's like I understand why he's good in the cold. But do you think a cold weather game could affect Buffalo? If yeah, if, if it's the colds against them, if they can't run deep routes right because it's covered in snow or whatever. Yeah, and the Colts defense finds a way to. Uh, to keep them from running the ball as well in say the snow, if there is one, then I would say, yeah, this is going to be a close game. This might have to come down to like who can run a better slant route yeah. and just, <laughs> just keep going, win three, nothing. But yeah, I think if, if the, if the ground is green, Buffalo's winning. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, simple. It's that simple for me. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I think because as long as, yeah, as long as the conditions of the field are, um, favorable for the Buffalo offense. I completely agree with you. I think Buffalo does win. I do like the Colts. I've liked them all year. I think they're a sleeper team because of their defense and because and I knew they I knew I knew they were going to be able to run at one point. You know, like I know early on in the year they weren't able to, but uh, their offensive line is just too good. So I just they could get into one of those things where if they can control the game and like keep the, keep the score down and keep the game short, limit the possessions of the Buffalo bills. I think it could get real interesting, but it's hard not to take the bills just because of everything, you know, and, and Sean McDermott, fantastic coach. And I really, I really hope they do get a playoff win because I mean, it's, it's long overdue, you know, he's a much better coach than not having a playoff win. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. So, so that being said, um, the chiefs would end up playing, the six seed Browns and then the two seed Bills would play the um, four seed Titans, right? According to your picks. So wh- who, who do you think comes out of those games? Uh, I would say that, that Titans Bills game is going to be definitely the most interesting of the two. I think I got to go Titans here. Possibly, yeah, because I'm mean, I always going to go run game and defense. So I'm going Titans here. I know the, the Titans defense looked a little off late, mm-hmm. but I still believe in their scheme. I still believe in who's running the ship. 
I'd hate for both of these teams to play each other here, but I'll, I'll go Titans here. Okay. And then uh, Chiefs versus Browns, I think. Yeah, I think we all know who we're taking. We all know the Browns are going to win, but no, I'm just, yeah, the Chiefs are going to win this <laughs> yeah. one. Uh, it'll be a tough break. Baker's going to learn something here, but that's for the Browns, this is a stepping stone game. So this is one of those where, okay, we're not ready yet, but we're close. Yeah. And hopefully next year we can take advantage. So I, they don't, they just don't have enough. Yeah. They don't have enough firepower. Right now the Chiefs are, they're in that team building state where you just add veterans because they'll take $5 to come play on this team right now. Yeah. That's just where the Chiefs are. When you're, when you're playing with house money like that and getting guys to come play for basically nothing, it helps. Yeah. Um, yeah. And do you think the Chiefs come out? Do you think the Chiefs end up beating the Titans in the end, according to your predictions? Or do you think the Titans can upset them? <laughs> the Titans have a shot. They definitely have a shot. Uh, I we talked about before in the year. There's a chance, but a lot has to go their way. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. Being able to take control of the clock, keep the ball in Mahomes' hands as long as you can is good grief. Um, <laughs> but ultimately, that's just hard to flip a game plan like that on somebody that's so used to having the ball in their hands. So I got to say Casey wins, but I'm going to say it's close. It's within six. Okay. Okay. Um, I just think if KC gets matched up against, like let's say the Colts do upset the Bills first round, I could see KC getting, having fits with the Colts. Um, can't yeah, see. I can't see. At least for sure. Yeah, just because their defense can match up so well with the with their offensive personnel, and then their offensive line can control the line of scrimmage. The Tyron whole. Matthew would love to take a couple of Philip Rivers passes. I'm just telling. <laughs> well, and Philip Rivers is the is the thing. However, I was looking up some stats. So, uh, Joe Flacco back in 2012, I think it was the 2013 Super Bowl, but a 2012 season, he had 22. Touchdowns, 10 picks, 59% pass completion. And then Phillip Rivers has 68% pass completion, 23 touchdowns, 10 picks. So it wouldn't, you know, like Phillip Rivers, even, you know, we know he does turn the ball over in bad situations. I mean, teams have won Super Bowls with quarterbacks playing like him, you know. Yeah. So I'm I'm not I'm not completely sold that they're not gonna win a couple, you know, a game. Or something, but I, I, I do. I, it's hard to ignore the fact that Philip Rivers does does turn the ball over at just really inopportune times. So, oh yeah, like <laughs> yeah. It's not like first drive; it's last drive with like thirty seconds left. You're like, what are you doing? Yeah, brutal. Yeah, and he, uh, he's another one of those guys where this might be it for him. So I could see a little bit more inspired effort out of him. Uh, that wouldn't surprise it wouldn't surprise me at all. But yeah, it, it it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see. But anyway, uh thanks Sean for joining us. Uh I gotta get going. But uh appreciate you coming on. This is James Montgomery, and this was primarily Pro Football Talk.